When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chance was locked in, and Chance is the number one contender. And I'm glad that the Schmodown is coming to us to let us both play home field advantage in the city that we know. My hometown, I, I'm used to public events. It'd be great to have that live atmosphere. Sure, bring it on. Let's do it. I genuinely relish the opportunity. Going back to stage, they made me great. One of my first singles match on that very stage. And now I'm going to one of our singles belts on that stage. Chance is on fire. He's one of absolutely the best players in this game. And we're going to scrap in New York. Be there to see Marisol McKee attempt to defend that title. She's got to be Chance Ellison to do it. Welcome back to the movie trivia showdown alongside Jillian Marie making her debut on the desk. I am merely Mark Ellis and Jillian. What a match you selected for your very first one alongside myself because it is the kickoff of the team's tournament. That's right. The team's tournament is now upon us with a lot of squads having hopes of hoisting a win in the tournament. So before we get there, we got to get through round number one. And currently, it's final exam, a team that we've lauded for it feels like centuries or at least a couple seasons, taking on a brand new team, Jillian, King Arthur, that's composed of two pretty darn good singles players in King Khan and downtown Griffin Newman. So how do you see this one shaking out? You know, Mark, I can see this going either way. We've seen what Final Exam can do. They're an amazing team. They have had a bit of a little bit of a roller coaster, but we know that they can pull off wins just like that. However, when it comes to King Arthur, they're a complete enigma. But as you said, both of them have very great singles records right now. They're both very great singles players. It'll be interesting to see how they bring those singles minds into the team's division. Yeah, and it's all about chemistry when you're talking about entering the team format because you have Griffin and you have King Khan. And not only do they work alone prior to this, they seem like they thrived on it. They seem like they thrived on their individuality. Now they're going to have to put their collective brains together. We've seen Final Exam do that to splendid results, three knockouts in their career, but they're six and four. And like you said, some of those losses have been at the last second, had been on one question that separated them from victory. It's really painful to see, but you know that final exam feels like this is their tournament to lose. 100% agree with that. And we've seen Paul is a singles champion. He's a former singles champion. Lon could easily also get that belt. But then exactly when it comes to the Finstock Exchange and King Arthur, I think it's definitely going to come down to that chemistry because you could easily say that a lot of people on the Finstock Exchange might have a bit of an ego. Could that ego help them today or could it deter them? Uh, you're already making me look bad, so thank you for that. And for how we got here today, well, I just got back from Vegas. As far as the teams themselves, let's take a look at this. 
I just straight up didn't know it. I tried using repeats to, to try and pull it. I am not done this season just because I lost today. Uh, I, I plan to still win a belt this year, and I plan to, to help the rest of the Finstock Exchange advance in the tournament. All right, that loss to Lon sucked, but it happens. Sometimes you just get questions you don't know the answer to. I've shaken it off, and we're on to the team's tournament. All right, who is our first opponent? Oh, so that's how it's going to be. I feel like this is the most determined Polyama I've ever seen. They'll know when we play. They'll know when the bill comes due. Now, obviously, it would have been selfish of me to win both tournaments, so I devoted all my attention to teams, and this time, I brought help from the Tick. No, not Peter Serafinowicz, although that would have been cool. I brought Arthur, or as you might know him, Downtown Griffey News. King Khan and Griffin Newman are going to be the team in the tournament for exchange. It is not going to be Rushmore. It is not going to be any other team. It is King Khan and Griffin Newman. You feel that ripple that just went through the crowd out here? Now, some of you might be wondering, hold on. Why is the exchange putting him in a B team when a trip to Spectacular is on the line? Well, here's the thing. There are no B teams on the exchange. All we have are A players. And me and Griffin plan to go all the way to face either Shazam or Lightning Time at the end. There's no one in our path that we can't take down. Paul Online, this truly is your final exam. Well, Jillian, it's always exciting when you have Winston Marshall and Tom Dagnino as a manager. So you got Gucci and you got Swag. And with the two of them together, you're going to see a lot of trash talk. But look, let's be honest. Well, regardless of what we think of the managers and their shenanigans, they have produced two quality teams, or at least we think we're going to get quality with King Arthur. They're about to be able to prove whether they can live up to that hype. That's for sure. Let's see if the managers and their managing styles, no matter how chaotic they can be, let's see how it pays off for these teams today. Now, I know that you're in a newer apartment. Maybe you don't have all the boxes unpacked yet. Do you have a clock handy? Do you know what time it is? Um, is it is it time for the movie trivia showdown? Yeah, I'll let the other guys say it a little bit louder than that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Making their team's debut. Representing the Finstock Exchange, they are Downtown, Griffin, Newman, King Khan, King Arthur. Oh, wow, and we get some King Regalia. Newman and Khan Flexing, welcome to the match, gentlemen, and welcome to the team's division. Uh, Griffin, let's start with you here. You look ready to go, but you have an odd setup. What is the location you're currently at? We're in a hotel lobby. I am uh, traveling. I was told the match would not be happening this week. <laughs> <laughs> is indeed happening this week uh king con are you also in a hotel lobby i'm sorry i'm sorry mark he's he's in my hotel lobby yes i am in the same hotel lobby we're in the same hotel lobby 
Uh, Mark, if I can just correct you quickly, because you were referring to me by the wrong name. Downtown Griffey Nooms is my single name. I'm, I'm so sorry. My team sorry, name is Downtown Arthur Nooms. Downtown. Arthur's in quotes. Arthur Nooms. Okay, so we have a Downtown Arthur Jillian and we have King Khan here. Anything you want to ask them before the gentlemen get rumbling? Yeah, are, are you guys maybe in a lobby for a comic book convention? Did I not get the memo to dress up today? Um, do you do you think being in these this this getup that you're having is that an advantage? Is there some lucky pieces of article of clothing that you're wearing? What's happening here? I I don't know what you're referring to. Yeah, this is what I wear every day. It's like, of course. Uh, I'm traveling. I mean, this is just what was left in my suitcase. Yes. Focused and ready to go. We hope that they get to check in to whoever's room they're going to. A lot more questions, but we'll save that for Jen Sturger in the post game. Right now, gentlemen, you can relax in the green room for a sec while we meet your opponents. Representing Team Swag with a team's record of six wins, four defeats, and three knockouts. They are primetime Paul Oyama, the delinquent Lon Harris, final exam there is final exam now see these are the 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 gentlemen and more importantly the backgrounds that we know i'm not sure where taco is we know where paul is you're not in the same hotel lobby at the same exact time i'm in the hotel that those guys are in i just got a room somehow the delinquents scored a room before uh two very talented uh, King Arthur representative. So, Juan, let's start with you then now that you're in the comfort of your hotel room. Yeah. Last time nice. we had you on, pretty tough loss. Kind of went down to the wire. It was, is going to go this way? Is it going to go that way? How I'm do we sure rebound from something like that? Uh, this is the first ever match I've played. So, I don't know what you're talking about. This is my debut. Uh, I think I would remember if I had done trivia before and lost. That doesn't sound familiar. All right. So, Paul, it seems like your manager has one of those uh, men in black zappers. But regardless of that, how do you and your team feel going into this team's tournament? Do you feel like it's your tournament to lose? We feel confident the way we always do when we play teams. But we're also wary. We know that these guys are very good and they're unpredictable. They've never played in teams before. So you don't know what a team like that's going to turn out to be. Um, All we can do is bring our best, you know, and just hope it's better than their best. Jillian, I see focus from one of them. Anything you want to pose to them before we get going? Of course. For coming into this match, it is a rookie team that you're competing against. Did your study Mm -hmm. tactics change at all going into this match, or are you just keeping that same final exam focus? I'm sorry, our what? They never do. I I don't understand the question. Don't worry about it, Lon. Okay. Exactly the answer that I expect from both Paul and from Lon. Thank you for playing your roles perfectly, gentlemen. That is who they are in real life, kids. Hey, movie trivia schmodown fans. I'm Mark Baby Carrots Ellis, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but you, yes, you deserve to feel happier than you do today, and Headspace can help. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations all in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, they have these cool three-minute SOS meditations just for you. Parents, don't worry. Headspace has meditations you can do alongside with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. 
Now, for me personally, as you all know, I tell jokes at night and then I got to wake up early the next morning to either go to the gym or the movie trivia Schmodown studio. How do I do it? Headspace helps me get to sleep. They have these wind down sessions that really have improved the overall quality of my rest. I have a peaceful slumber and I wake up feeling more confident and energetic than I ever had before. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads, one of which is the guy talking here right now. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime anywhere. Look, the bottom line is this. You deserve to feel happier. Headspace can help. Just go to headspace.com slash the schmodown. That's headspace.com slash the schmodown for your free one month trial with access to Headspace's entire library of meditations for every situation. Just go to headspace.com slash the schmodown. It's the best deal going right now. Just get over to headspace.com slash the schmodown. And there they are. Final exam meeting for the very first time. King Arthur, we're all set, we're ready to go, and here are the rules of round number one. Round number one of a team's match, it works like a normal round one. It's an individual exercise of movie trivia know-how. You may not rely on the strength of your teammate to answer any questions Jillian or myself ask in round one. Each question's worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round one. We'll ask the question. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever writing surface you or your hotel lobby has provided. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. I remind each competitor that as a team, you have three usages of the JTE rule. That's your repeat again. Each team has three usages of those. You also each have one challenge you may utilize as a team throughout any point in the three-round match. We'll bring in your managers, we'll deliver it to our heart's content, and it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. All that out of the way, got one more question for each of you. Let's start with primetime Paul Oyama. Paul, are you ready to go? Take your clocks, let's do this. And downtown, excuse me, downtown Arthur Nooms. I would appreciate if you did uh, air quotes around Arthur, but yes, I am ready to do this. We'll work on that. Juan, the delinquent. Uh, yeah, I just got to call downstairs and let them know there's ruffians in the lobby. But once I've done that, I'm all set. All right, we'll see if they can hang until the end of the match. And finally, King Khan, you ready to go? The king is ready. And let's get ready to down. Here comes question number one in round number one, courtesy of the great Jilly Marie. Thank you. Question number one in the category of horror. Hellbound is the subtitle of the 1988 sequel to what 1987 horror film? A lot of good 80s dates in there. And, you know, it was a simpler time back then, Julian. You, you I, don't. I wouldn't know. I know. No, I wouldn't know, unfortunately. <laughs> I'll tell you about it someday. It was great. Thank you. <laughs> Two, one. Pens down, and let's go to primetime first. Hellraiser. Is correct. How about Griffin Newman? Arthur. My my S was a little sloppy, so I put an I over, a uh, heart over the I to make up for it. Uh, looks it's like Hellraiser, Hellraiser me. Juan Harris. Hellraiser. And Khan. Hellraiser. They're all on the board, then. King Arthur has scored their very first points in Schmodown history. We now move to our next category, which is movie release dates. And your question. What year saw the release of the Oscar-nominated films 
Hacksaw Ridge and Hidden Figures. Never saw either of these. Oh, they're both really good. Really? Yeah. I need to yeah. up my movie watching game. Yeah. I'm, are, <laughs> are they? Wow. <laughs> some pushback. From the, three, two, one. Pens down, and we are going to you first, Arthur. Yours is 2016. He is correct for a point, the delinquent. I uh, screwed up, I deleted, I was going to rewrite it, and I ran out of time. I'm sorry. Uh, right, we also call that a racing con. 2016. He is correct, and prime time. 2016. He had 2016, and so just the delinquent misses that one. Perfect rounds of plenty for the rest of the three. Jillian, back to you. Of course, question number three in the category of fantasy sci-fi. Which actor appeared in the films Gotica, Road to Perdition, and The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? Some tongue twisters there. Yeah. <laughs> there's really there's really no easy one in that three, so. I'm saying that five times fast. <laughs> that, that's why I gave you the odds, you see. Thanks. Five, Appreciated. Four. Three. Can you repeat? Two. That's first JTE rule for uh, King Arthur. In the category of fantasy sci-fi, which actor appeared in the films Gattaca, Road to Perdition, and The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? And then see, that's where it gets really fun is when you have the toughest question to ask and then they inevitably ask you to of repeat course. it. Of course, of course. They have to, I mean, come on now. I'm, huh. I'm, I'm, I got Four, it though, we got there. Three, <laughs> two, one. We got there, took some exits, and now we're here. Delinquent, did you have it? <laughs> I believe it's Jude Law. You are back on the answering train. How about King Khan? Thank you, JT. Jude Law. And prime time. Jude Law. He's still <laughs> perfect. Is downtown. Sometimes it's good to be against the law when it's Jude Law, that is. That's very true. Or with the law. I would be, I would so. be against him. In, like, physically, I'm saying. You're right. Pay to see that fight. Your next category is thrillers. And here we go. What famous film is known for the line, it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again? That doesn't sound very fun. I, again, it's not a hard question to read, but I just don't want to say it again. <laughs> if you I don't mean, say it in the voice, I don't think it counts. <laughs> Three, two, one. I cannot comment on that till we get answers, starting with King Kong. Science of the Lambs. That is correct. Primetime? Silence of the Lambs. Downtown. A moth knows his moth movie, Silence of the Lambs. And Delinquent, I think you have it. I also have Silence of the Lambs. He's got it. So we're looking at three perfect rounds halfway through round one, and it is King Arthur <laughs> with a one-point lead. Question number five in the category of famous actors and actresses. Which actor has played the characters Sherlock Holmes, Federal Wildlife Marshal Will and Holly, and Jacobum Mugatu? All right. <laughs> Another one of those tongue twisters. Yeah, That's really. This is <laughs> when our fantastic writing team likes to have fun with us, but we're doing Thanks. it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Four, you. Appreciate three, it. Three, two, one. Pens down, and we go to prime time. We're back to you. Will Ferrell. The great Will Ferrell's correct. How about downtown? Uh, sometimes it feels to go, go Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell, that is. Will Ferrell will accept. And delinquent. 
I also had Will Ferrell. He also got it, and King Khan. It is a crime that this man played Sherlock Holmes. Will Ferrell. <laughs> I, I can't really argue with that. So we'll move on to your next category, which is comedies. <laughs> right, there it is. Playing along. Your question, what comedy featuring Bill Murray has the tagline, you wouldn't want to meet these pinheads in an alley? And you know, Jillian, we're talking about comedies. We just had Will Ferrell as an answer. We got to give it up to the late, great Norm MacDonald, just one of the all-time funniest humans ever. Of course, of course. That was heart-crushing when I heard that. Four, three, two, one. They don't make them like that. Let's go to downtown Arthur Newman. Uh, we're King Arthur, but the name of this movie is King Pin. Very good. That is correct on both accounts. And uh, Lon Harris. I also had Kingpin. Did Khan. I finally get to answer a king question. Kingpin. And primetime. Kingpin. We got a lot of perfect rounds here, Jillian. Bravo. Bravo. Let's see if they can keep it going with question number seven in the category of Disney. Which actor appeared in the Disney films Angels in the Outfield, Operation Dumbo Drop, and 2006's The Shaggy Dog. All right, you see what we're doing now? Now we're going from Mark's childhood to Jillian's To childhood. mine, I know. Okay, now I see why you gave me these questions. I see it. We're, we're, just, we're just living our lives through these questions. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Pens down, and let's go to the delinquent. Tim Allen? Incorrect. How about King Khan? Well, that's not great. Tim Allen. I can't give you the points if I didn't give it to the delinquent. Let's go to primetime. It's really not great. Tim Allen. <laughs> All right. For the last perfect round left, downtown Arthur Nooms. Uh, uh, I'm known as a, a trivia glover, but this actor's name is ah. Danny Glover. He oh, got it, one. and he still has the perfect round, so I will continue to honor his ridiculous air quote request. That is correct. So it is currently 13 to 11. <laughs> it's a two-point lead for King Arthur over final exam. And we get to our final question in round number one. And that is in the category of remakes and reboots. And the question for a point, which Arnold Schwarzenegger action film is a remake of the French film La Totale? Can you say that with a French accent, Mark? Isn't that what I just did? <laughs> La Totale. No, that's there like- we go. That's more Italian than anything else. That's like, yeah, that's fair. Five, four, <laughs> three. Say by the count. Repeat countdown. the question. Two. The question. Oh, oh. Repeat the question from. That would be final exam. Remakes and reboots. Which Arnold Schwarzenegger action film is a remake of the French film La Totale? Now I'll make it. I'll make it even more difficult. Can you do an Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a French accent? I'll attempt it after they write down their answer. I don't want to get, I don't want a cacao incident. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Pens down and we're going to go to King Khan first. Total Recall? Is incorrect. How about primetime? A very poorly scribbled true lies. Poorly scribbled, but accurate nonetheless. That is correct. <laughs> Downtown for the perfect round one. Uh, the answer is oxymoronic, but it is true lies. Oxymoronic and correct. 
the delinquent. True lies. They also had it. So it's a perfect round only for downtown and a close game at that. It is 14 to 13. And once again, the name of the French film was La Totale. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Best I can do. So now, uh, Griffin, you have a perfect round. Congratulations. You're going to be asked a bonus question that is just to you. No one else. So you don't have to write down this. It just any time within the 15-second window, once Jillian is completed asking the question, you may wager a guess. Jillian, at your ready. All right. Arthur Nooms, your bonus question. Which actor appeared in the 90s crime films Ricochet, Casino, and The Usual Suspects? Uh, I'm going to say the answer is Kevin Pollack. It is correct for a point. He got that one. And just like that, it's back to a two-point advantage for King Arthur over final exam. They're far from pulling a sword out of a stone, but they do have a two-point lead over a great team in final exam. As we head into <coughs> round number two, this is the wheel round, and here's how it works. Each team gets a spin at that third wheel of destiny, justice, fate, possibly doom. Once you settle on a category, the team will field six questions in that particular realm. Teams may confer amongst their members for each and every question answer. We do ask that you say final answer once you do arrive at your conclusion. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options. We're told one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question does recede to one. Because this is a team format and we are virtual the other team will be in a green room waiting once we bring them back after the initial question that's when steal opportunities will be presented should there be any jte rules and challenges still apply so king arthur you are in a situation that's unique to you because you've never played before you have the lead going into round two do you want to spin the wheel first or defer to your opponents arthur i think we go with the plan I think yeah, we, I think first-timers, first. we're doing everything first. Everything first. We plan to come let's in first, first place. Let's, let's spin first, please. There he is. Gucci. 60. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. That's the bottom line. Now, there's a difference between gifted and talented. There's a big one. But we're both. So yep. it really doesn't make a difference. Perfect ground, Griffey. Beautifully done. Con, amazing as well. Two-point lead. Let's roll this and let's, let's roll the dice and see what's up here. Let's take it home. You know what I mean? Let's go. They're the type of guys who order, uh, you know, try to order sushi at a hot dog stand. We need those guys. All right. Not sure what that means. So let's get that wheel spun. Round and round. So, I see a little bit of pep in this wheel. Let's go. All right. And it's so Opponent's choice rears its ugly head once again. So we drop out the leaders and we bring back final exam. All right, Winston Marshall on camera sooner than he thought he might be. But now you gentlemen have a big decision to make 60 seconds to decide which category to saddle your opponents with. The one we hey, talked about, guys, right? No, for sure. But guys, I just want to point something out. You know, five seconds ago's wheel is the same wheel that's sitting in front of us. Whoa. Telling us that we get to decide their fate. I don't know if you knew that. Wait, does this a mean lot we of get... Times does this movie get sushi? Because that sounds pretty I good. Will, I mean, it sounds pretty great right now. I already had some on order, so we're going to handle like it. spicy yeah. tuna roll. Yeah, I'll, we're going to stick. Mark, we're going to give them Wizarding World. Wizarding okay. World yes, we'll, is the selection. Yeah. All right, you gentlemen ahead. may now retreat to your green room stream. 
You find yourselves with a two-point lead, King Arthur, and you spun the wheel first. You were feeling good. Now it's opponent's choice, and it is the wizarding world. Six questions are going to emerge in that category, courtesy of Jillian Marie. It's the wizarding world, Jillian, and people either really love this or they hate it. Let's see how final exams choice does for King Arthur. Let's find out. King Arthur in the category of Wizarding World. What year saw the release of the first film in the Harry Potter series? I believe it's 2001. 2001 Griffin, right? Yeah, we're yeah. on the same page about this. 2001, final 2001. answer. 2001 is correct for two points from Wizarding World. All right, they're question, on the board. Question number two to King Arthur. What character is shown to be the Death Eater who betrayed Harry's parents to Voldemort, resulting in their death. I have a guess, and it's uh, Fenrir Brayback, but I think we probably go multiple. I agree, let's go multiple, please. Let's go multiple choice. Multiple choice? Your multiple choice options are Severus Snape, Lucius Malfoy, Remus Lupin, Peter Pettigrew. Uh, I, I believe. Go ahead. I, I believe it's Lucius Malfoy. Do you agree with that? That sounds right. Yeah. Let's go with that. Uh, we're gonna go. Lucius, sir. Lucius Malfoy. Right, final answer. Lucius Malfoy is our final answer, and that is incorrect. And so that will be a steal opportunity for final exam. Once they get back in, in the meantime, we'll continue with the questioning in round two for King Arthur. Your next question in the category of Wizarding World. In total, how many films in the overall Wizarding World franchise has David Yates directed? The answer is six, Arthur. Uh, I From agree. Order of the Phoenix six, all the way to the end. Yep. Six is correct. Another two points on the board for King Arthur. All right, they're back on the answering train. There was another two-pointer, and so we go to their fourth question. And your question number four in the category of Wizarding World. What are the objects that are used to store part of a person's soul called in the Harry Potter films? Either horcruxes. Horcruxes. Right? Yeah, we both agree. We're yeah, going to say horcruxes, final answer. Horcrux is correct. Another two points for King Arthur in the category of Wizarding World. So now they're faced with their penultimate question in the Wizarding World. Question five of six for two points. For your penultimate question, which actress plays Nagini in Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald? Griffin, I know this. This is Claudia Kim. Claudia Kim, final answer. Claudia Kim is correct. Correct. Wow. Wow, I know. Look at that. They know guy. themselves some of this wizarding world, and they have one more question to prove Ooh. that know-how. In your final question in the category of wizarding world, which female character said, people are easiest to read when they are hurting? This sounds like Luna Lovegood, Griffin. I was I have the exact same instinct. I think we go with that. Final answer go Luna Lovegood. Luna Lovegood is incorrect. And so 
two misses, but four correct answers. And again, their opponent's choice category that is more intergeekdom than it is anything else. And so an impressive performance nonetheless for King Arthur, but there are some steel opportunities when we welcome back final exam. Thank you, gentlemen. Remain in this stream until we settle on a category for final exam. Final exam, welcome. Well, you saddled your opponents with opponent's choice because that's what King Arthur spun. They yielded a pretty impressive number of points, but they also gave way to two still opportunities that we will present to you right now, courtesy of the great Jillian How many Marie. points did they score? Did they score eight? Um, the, it is currently 23 to 13. It was an eight-point round for them. Cool. And now you have two questions. The first one is a multiple choice. So Jillian is going to read the entire question, the options, and she's also going to tell you what your opponents guessed. Thanks, Mark. Gentlemen, what character is shown to be the Death Eater who betrayed Harry's parents to Voldemort, resulting in their death? Your choices are A, Severus Snape, B, Lucius Malfoy, C, Remus Lupin, or D, Peter Pettigrew. Your opponents answered B, Lucius Malfoy. It is Peter uh, Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew. Yep. D, P Peter Pettigrew, final answer. Peter Pettigrew is correct for that one point steal from final exam. Wow. They apparently fans of the Wizarding Am I the only one that doesn't watch these? Okay. Well, we got apparently. one more steal opportunity for you. This one's a two pointer. So Jillian's just going to read the question. And then we will tell you what the answer that was incorrect that was wagered by King Arthur. Gentlemen, which female character said, people are easiest to read when they are hurting? Your, Your opponent's wager, Luna Lovegood. Correct. I think it's Queenie from Fantastic Beasts. Mm, uh, that is a very good guess. I was going to say McGonagall, but I like your guess better. Queenie Goldstein, final answer. Mark, they got another steal. That is correct. Well Ooh. done. Great, a huge really three good. points really by good. a veteran team doing what they do best. And so now it is a seven point holder they find themselves in. And now they're going to have an opportunity to dig themselves out of it. Before we get to the wheel itself, we will now bring back your manager of Team Swag, Winston Marshall. Huge, huge. That is what we do. That is where the experience comes in. They are obviously, I'll give Gucci, you know, what he said, man. They are a talented group for sure. But that's exactly where experience and gameplay comes in. I'm proud of you two. We got our two JTEs. Give us the wheel. Let's let's get it popping. I'm feeling good, baby. I'm feeling good. My chest. My that's chest right. is tight. Like, you know, like I've been doing <laughs> my, my push-ups. My chest my is also tight. That's Matter of fact, true. get the wheel up. I'm going to do some workouts while we... Come on. Get this, There's get the this wheel. workout in. Let's go. We don't, we don't know how many... Okay, those, those are not really <laughs> He's getting his steps in, you know. Yeah. Gotta get my steps in. Let's yeah. go. Yes, sir. Yeah, kids in gym class at home, those are not push-ups. Just so oh, no. And they... It I, think it's opponents. I think it's opponents. Yeah. I, uh, you, I'm gonna it say... Opponents. It, we got close. I had, to, I had to squint to get there, but it was opponents' choice. All right. You know what goes around comes around. Yeah, it does. Justin Timberlake song. Produced by Timberlake. pretty amazing up there. Sexy album, whatever that was. Uh, what are you guys thinking here? Um, do we? You want to? You want to? What about Pixar? I think we stick with the plan. I yeah. think we stick with the plan and go with movie release dates. Arthur. Okay. Yes. Okay. He's, he's, he's wrong. Yes. 
Let's do it. Let's go wrong. Scott Mance. No one's Scott Mance here. We're at Nelson Bateman. So yeah, let's do it. All right, but early stage. King Arthur is in another room, not their room. They still haven't checked into their room. <laughs> no, they're not allowed up here. They're I will call security. Virtual room. And so now we will begin the questioning for final exam in the category chosen for them by King Arthur, movie release dates. It is the first match of the first round of the team's tournament. Two opponents' choice resulting in movie release dates for this team right here. Final exam, your first question. In the category of movie release dates, we love you, Scott Mance, is what year saw the release of Michael Bay's Bad Boys? This is 1995, Lon. I agree. 1995, final answer. It was a seven-point game. It is now a five-point advantage for King Arthur. That is correct for two points. Your next question. Seth Rogen had the leading role in two 2008 comedies. Zach and Miri make a porno was one. Which Judd Apatow produced film was the other? Pineapple Express, I believe, Lon. That sounds right to me. He is the he is the you'd say he's the lead in that, right? Well, it's him and James Franco, yeah. but sure. Yeah. And that the, that does sound like the correct mm -hmm. year. Pineapple Express, final answer. Pineapple Express is correct for two more points. So they're navigating their opponent's choice category nicely. Here's your next question for two more points. In what year? were a Fast and Furious film and a Triple X film both released. That would be the action franchise, Triple X. It's gotta be recent, right? Cause it would have been, it would have been the third Triple X. Well, 2003 is Triple X State of the Union. Oh no, wait. Three? Repeat the question. Yeah. All right, it's the second JTE rule and it I is. I mean, I'm tempted to say, yeah, it's like, like 2015 or 2016 film. and a triple x film both released like when furious 7 came out which well, what, be... what year is triple x state of the union oh, i mean specifically i don't remember we gotta go to multiple choice I think. yeah we'll go to multiple choice multiple choice they're gonna go to multiple choice all right your four options for a point is it a 2001 b 2006 c 2011 d 2017 yeah, see, I'm tempted to say 2017, and it would be a, the, the, like... Fade the Furious and Return of yeah. Xander Cage. Yeah, and then Xander Cage, yeah. Yeah, 2017, final answer. Took a while to get there, Jillian, but it resulted in a point for final exam. Yeah. We only got one repeat left, so we got to use it smartly. All right. So they have now trimmed this all the way down to a two-point lead, and more importantly, they still have three questions left they could possibly take advantage of. Here is your next movie release date question. What year saw the release of John Wick and Interstellar? This is 2014, Mon. 100% confident. Yep. No, 2000, 2014, final answer. Is correct for two more points. And your penultimate question in movie release dates. What year saw the release of the young adult adaptation, The Fault in Our Stars? 20... Or 2014, because it's the year before uh, paper. Oh, I was going to say 2013 or 14. Ooh. So if you feel like 2014, mm. it's one of those two for sure. I think, no, you know what? It's 20, 2013. I think you're right. Oh, multiple choice. Let's go to multiple choice. I don't want to risk it. All right. Multiple choice is what I heard. Yeah. That's what I'm going with for a point. Your four options. Is it A, 2012, B, 2014, 
C, 2015. Oh. D, 2016. It's got to be 2014. Because it's before, I know it's before Paper yeah. Towns. So 2014, final answer. We're just basing all our answers off Paper Towns now? Okay, that's correct for a yeah. point. They got it. Six now, degrees of Paper Towns. That's how, I'm, that's how I'm playing this whole game. America's favorite party game. Your final question. I'd like to phone a friend, John Green. You all do have the lead, so you can joke around a little bit. It's a one-point lead, 24 to 23. But you still have one more question in the world of movie release dates. And here it is. Which year saw releases in the Mad Max, James Bond, and Nightmare on Elm Street franchise? Oh, it's one of the 80s Bonds, right? So 86, There's. I don't think there's a Bond. There's, there's a... I think there's an 87 Bond. Isn't that viewed to a... No, that's not viewed. No, that's, uh, it's the... Uh, multiple choice. Multiple choice. Yeah. Um, it's, right. There is an 87 Bond. Oh, I just Your multiple choice on. It. Damn it. Is it A, 1981, B, 1985, C, 1987, or D, 1989? I think it's 85, because I think that's Thunderdome, Nightmare 2, and then I think that's... Uh, View to yeah. a kill. View to that a kill. Sounds, yeah. It's not view to a kill. It would have Our, to be one of the yeah, anyway. Waltons. Ni it's not. 19, 1985, final answer. I do believe it was Freddy's Revenge released that year. That is correct for another point. Whoa. And Jillian, you talk about chemistry, you talk yeah. about veteran team experience. That is what we just witnessed on display. They did not give away one steal opportunity, even though they were saddled with opponent's choice. Tremendous round. Yeah, they gives did. them the lead by two going into round number three. Definitely. Absolutely crazy to see how well this team to this day is still like this they can talk to each other so well the communication is on point they were dealt opponent's choice and they handled it like the pros that they are brilliant maneuver and now we're gonna bring back king arthur all right we're back from green rooms and opponents choices in round two but we find ourselves with a two-point lead for final exam over top the rookie sensation of king arthur so here's how round number three works in round number three we ask a series of questions to each team these questions total three how do we get those questions well the teams give us a number we need a range from one to 20 for each team three numbers from each team those correspond to a unique category of schmodown mystery your first question is worth two points your next one is worth three points your final question is worth five points Here's where it gets different for the team format. There's two of you. However, once you hear the category for the two-point question, the team must select which member will be fielding that question solo. You may not rely on the strength of your teammate to answer the two-pointer. Then we'll go to the opposite team member for the three-pointer, who, again, must answer that question solo without the strength of their teammate. You may only confer with your team for the five-point question. With all that understood, final exam. We get your three lucky numbers first from 1 to 20. What feels fortunate? Lon, you want to get them? Uh, three, seven, and 14. Three, seven, and 14 it is. All right, now we go to King Arthur. Any three numbers from 1 to 20 that are not three, seven, or 14? Uh, kind of uh, muted. I'd like to throw 19 into the mix. 19. Let's go nine. And you can finish it off. Number one, baby. First timers club. All right. 19, nine, and one it is. Man. 
Too bad they couldn't do 1999. That was probably my, <laughs> one of my favorite Prince songs. All right, look, guys, here's the deal. Um, that was how you do that. That's how you run uh, an opponent's choice, both how you give and receive, because uh, it is about that mutual respect. Uh, we got the one JTE. So the big thing here, obviously, we want to save it for when it's appropriate. But obviously, as close as this is and knowing how strong these guys are, if you need it, take it, and we'll figure it out going forward. Uh, anything you guys want to get off your chest before we get uh, we go out and finish this thing? No, I'm feeling good. How are you, Long? Like 18 coughs, but I'll hold them for after the show. Oh, gotcha. my gosh. <laughs> All right, y'all. I believe in you. I love you. Let's get her done. Peace. And now Gucci for his 60 seconds of brilliance. Look, they got opponent's choice, too. We're down two. That's nothing. One of these guys are going to miss, but let's get them all. We need all of them. Yeah. And that's the facts. Let's get the that two, three, the and five, get them to their five, and we'll take this home, and we're off to the next round. That's just what it is. Exactly. Let's get it. Gucci, can I ask how there's somehow more background noise in your environment, despite the fact that we're in a hotel lobby? <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm, I'm in a little fishing village in uh, Kyoto, Japan. So that's probably wow. why. Tom, yeah. where are you? Side. I'm at my house. Looking to, uh, that's not me. I don't know who's, no, there's nothing in here. Maybe it's an echo. I'm not really sure what that is. Well, but we can ask some questions and figure out later. Month. Let's get these Anyone? answers and take this thing home. And then I'll meet you Let's guys go. over in Korea Town. We'll meet my buddy, uh, Jimmy. We'll hook you guys up with some stuff. I want to get hooked up with some stuff by Jimmy. I'm going uh, to get these kind of invitations. We all. All right. Well, now we're going to hook you up with some questions, but no answers. You're going to have to come up with those individually. And Jillian, it is King Arthur who is going to be striking first. They're looking to tie the ball game here with their two pointer. They selected category 19. Gentlemen, that corresponds to the world of comedies. Who would like to field it for two points? Griffin, I can I can take it. You want to? You sure? Yes. Go with God, King. Go with God. Yes. God's on right. my side. <laughs> bold. Right, King, Very bold. Time. You will be fielding the comedy question. Jillian will be administering it. All right. For your two-pointer in the category of comedies, what 1980s comedy had the tagline, This summer, Prince Akeem discovers America? That would be Coming to America. King knows a prince, baby. King knows a prince. Zamunda forever. <laughs> it is a little bit fitting. All right, so now that avoids the TKO for King Arthur fairly easily. So now we do go to final exam. Fellas, you selected category three for your two-pointer, and that corresponds to the category of sports movies. Between Paul and Lon, who would like to take it? I could take this. How do you, what do you think? If you want it, go for it. Yeah, I'll take this, I'll take this one. All right, and your question. For two points and a two-point lead. John Candy and Doug E. Doug star in this 1993 Disney sports film about the 1988 Winter Olympics Jamaican bobsled team. Cool runnings. One of the gaps in my viewing. Never seen it. Don't know oh, why. That is correct. Fuck, it's class. For two points as the world is now let down. That's correct. And final exam once again has the lead. It is 27 to 25. So we go back to King Arthur. They, for their three-pointer, selected category nine. Jillian, that's going to saddle them with biopics, and it's going to be downtown Arthur 
Newman, who is going to be fielding that question solo. And once again, that category is biopics. And this is for Griffin. I mean, Arthur. Arthur, for your three-point question, who won an Oscar for playing famous comedian Fanny Bryce in 1968's Funny Girl? Uh, that is Brooklyn's own Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand is correct for three points to King Arthur. All right, and so now King Arthur finds himself back on top with a one-point lead over Final Exam. Final Exam can recover that and regain the lead themselves if they hit their three-pointer, courtesy of the delinquent. Lon Harris, Lon, your team selected Category 7, and that corresponds to uh, a world you know a little something about, crime movies. Mm. My metier, yeah. (laughs) And your question. For three points. William Fitchner plays money launderer Roger Van Zandt in what Michael Mann film? Uh, I believe the answer is Heat. And it is on right now because that is correct for three points. It is once again a two-point lead for final exams. Jillian, that bounces it back to King Arthur for a five-point question that they now have to have. They selected number one. It's their very first match. Why not? That lands them with the category of Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm. Gentlemen, for your five-point question, Quentin Tarantino has a cameo as an insensitive director in what 1996 film from Spike Lee? Griffin, what are you thinking? I I believe the answer is Girl 6. That sounds right. Let's use uh, one repeat just to make sure. We'll hear the question. Okay, we'll use that JTE. Repeat the question. All right, Julian, they're going to... That's right. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has a cameo as an insensitive director in what 1996 film from Spike Lee? Girl 6 sounds right. You want to go with that? I'm going to say let's double that. I'm running the math in my head. I think it's right. I hope so. All right. Let's go. Girl 6, final answer. Mark, they got their five points (laughs) to King Arthur. Correct. And just like that, it's been a back and forth really match and particularly round number three. King Arthur now sees themselves on top and they force the hand of final exam. There is no chance for sudden death overtime. It's simply a matter of final exam. If they hit their five pointer, they're advancing in the tournament. If they miss it, King Arthur in their debut match will be advancing to the second round. So final exam, it all comes down to this. You may confer with each other for this question. It's a five-pointer, and you selected category 14. And your category is a young man who I think has a future in Hollywood, Denzel Washington. Okay. And your question. For five points and the win. Denzel Washington 
plays a British military veteran who turns to a life of crime in what 1989 thriller? Is this not out of time? No, it's, earlier. it's not Cry Freedom. 89. No. Hmm. That is around the era of Ricochet, which he's in. Yeah, repeat the question. Three. All right, that's your final JTE rule in the question. Denzel Washington mm. plays a British military veteran who turns to a life of crime in what 1989 thriller? It's not, because Glory's that year, obviously. It's not that. Yeah, no, um, it's definitely not Glory. Uh, I don't think it's Ricochet, but that's oh, the only oh, one that's... Oh, Lon, I, yeah. believe it's, I believe it's the Mighty Quinn. You're right. That's absolutely what it is. The Mighty Quinn, final answer. And your winner! King Arthur! King Arthur gets the win. Yes, sir! For Queen and Country. For Queen and Country is what we were looking for there. And so it is that King Arthur in their debut match gets a win and advances in the tournament. One of the best teams that we have in the movie Trivia Shbonon as they celebrate in the green room slash hotel lobby. It's going to be me and Jillian closing up shop. Jillian, you, you, you talk about an all-time match. You didn't pick a bad one for your debut here on the desk alongside me. And what a great job you did, as did King Arthur, in facing a tall task with final exam. These are two veteran players and a veteran team. They were able to overcome all that experience with guts, with grit, and with know-how when it mattered the most. I mean, I still have goosebumps after that match. I don't know about you, and I'm sure the fans agree. That was such an intense match. It really could have gone either way throughout that entire competition between the two of them. We saw great communication from final exam, but this rookie team of King, should should we call him King Arthur now? Do we need to do that in air quotes? Should we King Arthur? They're they're a team to definitely keep an eye on. I think a lot of people in the Shmodan community may call this an upset. It, it might be, and it might bust some brackets, but you, we know what Newman can do. We know what Khan can do. You put them together, and sometimes that chemistry is combustible, but here it was an explosion of knowledge, and we saw that despite both teams getting opponent's choice in round number two, this was a crazy topsy-turvy match we just had, and you and I were just lucky enough to have box seats for it, as was the great Jen Sturger, who we throw it to now for an exclusive post-match interview with the winning team, King Khan, downtown Arthur Newman, and their manager, Gucci. It is King Arthur. Jen, it's all yours. I know, I know. Something, something, laser beams. Congratulations, Gucci and the Finstock Exchange and King Arthur on your first win as a team. Holy shnikes. That was a crazy wow. match, guys, especially considering you sound like you're playing in an arcade. Yeah, well, <laughs> you gotta do it. You, get, you yeah. dealt the hand, you get, play the hand you're dealt. So. They let the fox guard something like hen that house. they let yeah. the fox guard the hen house you can't do that kind of stuff <laughs> so tell me guys what were you thinking when you spot opponent's choice because let's face it you weren't playing a newbie team you were playing one of the top teams in the schmodown you know they did their homework on you they know you had that you know they had the, you scouted what were you thinking when you spot opponent's choice and you got wizarding world well, yeah, from the very beginning, we knew that was the slice they were going to give us. And then, like, that, we would not consider either of that our strength, but we thought we could do well enough to stay in the game, and that's exactly what happened. How do you prepare for opponents like Lon Harris and Paulo Yama? I mean, arguably two of the greatest to play this game. 
You want to take it? Yeah, you leave uh, no corner uncovered, you know? You, you stay in the game, you stay on your feet, you stay sharp, you know? Uh, as the king himself said, uh, Wizarding World was the thing we wanted the least. But we were able to give it right back to them with release dates. And they had to go down, you know, to multiple a couple times. Uh, they got a lead on us, but it wasn't insurmountable. And uh, I've never missed a final round question yet. I don't plan to anytime soon. That's facts. Exactly. Yesterday's Gucci. pricing, today's price. Something like that. Uh, everyone was making fun of you at the beginning of the season. I'm pretty sure I was probably in that group. Yeah, everybody was. Uh, because, look, you drafted a lot of rookies. A lot of people thought you didn't know what you were doing. A lot of people thought you had lost your mind. They were partially correct. Uh, but besides that, how great are you feeling now, having made this team up between these two gentlemen and just how great they performed today together, considering, like I said, their first match as a team under such high stakes? Look, you know, everybody thought I lost my mind, but I actually found it. So what you're trying to do, what we tried to do here was like, oh yeah, it's going to be definitely Roka and JTE or Barbarian and, and whoever. But these were the guys that we wanted early in the season that were going to be the, we had, you know, Rushmore did their thing. They, they almost got there. I'm not going to put another team, I'm not going to put the same team in again. It doesn't work that way. We stood by our rule. These, the rookies, what we're going to stand by and what we're going to, how we're going to deliver. And that's exactly what we're doing. You know, we haven't had a championship, Matt, and, and, and that's the only reason why these other teams are in front of us. The quirky Mercs have like three wins, and they, they're, they're like in, in, in the faction league because they keep winning championship games. We are, we're not there yet. We haven't won those yet, but we will. And when we do, like I said, when the smoke clears at the end of the year, we're going to be right there because we will get those championships. We're going to be all over the spectacular. We'll have every single match in the spectacular. I was going to say, what do you think the missing piece is? Or do you just think that the pieces haven't had a chance to get as much gameplay in yet? Yeah, I mean, like I said, the last couple of games and matches, the wheel hasn't been our friend. And today it wasn't at all either. I mean, we were fortunate enough that Final Exam also, uh, you know, uh, rolled opponent's choice, which seems to happen a lot. Um, you know, look, um, we believe in ourselves here. We're the best studiers. We, we're the best camaraderie. We have the best faction. I've said this from day one. You know, we'll win faction of the year. We're going to win uh, player of the year, comeback player of the year, rookie of the year, uh, and every single other award there is. That's just it. Have Jen, I'd like to say game? I'd like to say two things. I'd like to say two things sure. quickly. Permission to speak. Two things I want to say quickly. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, you know, first of all, uh, we had everything working against us this match. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. heard, but we're in a hotel lobby. I am traveling. <laughs> heard I didn't all think of the it. match would happen it. this week. My, my match attire back in New York on the other side of the country. We got the exact thing we wanted least on the wheel. And still we win because losing is not an option for no. us. Definitely it's not, not an option. Second He's thing I want to say is- straight to the championship. You said my man Gucci looked crazy during the draft, and I take offense to that, but I want to tell you a little fairy tale. It's about a man named Sonny Weaver Jr., who people thought was a lunatic during the draft. Everyone said he should get Bo Callahan, but guess what? No one showed up to Bo Callahan's birthday party because he's not a team player. And he went with a little-known prospect named Vontae Mack. He said, Vontae no Mack, no matter what. what. And that man became king of Wakanda. We're talking about a movie <laughs> called Draft Day 2014. 29.5 million worldwide box office not a hit went into profit only once they hit vod and airplanes there you I go i wonder how how this guy knows so much about draft day yeah it's weird That's yeah it's it's Mac, no matter Look, what no. No. anyways gentlemen. <laughs> other people's pockets we watch our own pockets and we stay in the pocket 
Win. All the all the pockets. Anyways, uh, let's get back to center here. So <laughs> you guys, your work is just start getting started. You're going to be facing the winner of Chaos Theory versus Deception. Um, do you guys have a preference here? Obviously, I feel like I feel like Gucci enjoys uh, going against corruption as much as possible, so that could be a fun twist. But then again, there is Chaos Theory that there just isn't as much information on out there. Who's Chaos I mean, Theory? Yeah, on one hand, Chaos Theory, Griffin already beat Jacoby, uh, so there's that. Oh, and on the other yes. hand is a current singles champ and a former singles champ. So I think it's probably easy who we'd rather face. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it even more. It's also probably more likely who you're gonna face. So let's you're, keep you that never in perspective, know. too. Yeah, that's also, you see any shaking here? There's no shaking there. And last I question, like, guys. I like playing winners. I look forward to playing whoever wins. And last True. question for you guys. Uh, a lot of people might call this match an upset. Any last words for them? They're wrong. Yeah, not an upset. Yeah. Under this mask, I'm smiling. I'm, I'm the furthest yes. I've ever been from upset, despite the fact that I thought this match would not be happening this week, and I'm in a hotel lobby. <laughs> you know, well, look, they, a lot of people call this the second banana. You know what we know what we're going to do? Call them? Call them an ambulance. That's just the way it is. First bananas, baby, and you you can yes. print that on the front cover of your newspaper tomorrow. We're first bananas only. First bananas. Hashtag. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I took mushrooms before this interview. Anyways, congratulations, guys. <laughs> congratulations, guys, <laughs> on a fantastic victory today. And best of luck in the rest of this tournament because uh, I feel like you might be one of the teams to watch. I'll see you guys in a little bit. We're gonna, we'll I'll introduce you to Jimmy. Yeah, and we'll meet up and, and party. We'll get Jimmy, we'll get Jimmy yeah. on the phone. That is a very happy, elated even King Arthur. They know the work isn't done, but Julian, I don't think they're going to be any shy about celebrating what just transpired. They beat Final Exam, and Final Exam played really well. King Arthur, just better by that much. It's it's it, that's exactly correct, you know. And King Arthur, they were a team to watch at the start of the tournament when the team was compiled. Everyone was like, "Wait, who? Who are these guys? This is insane! This is an insane team!" and Jen was right in that interview. I think that Tom Dagnino does definitely have a method to his badness because that shocking draft that they had at the beginning of the year, it's definitely been paying off for them. It's just a question of whether that methodology lives up to his particular brand of madness. He might also have a chip on his shoulder because of all the flack he got for his draft earlier at the outset of this season. Well, he's making good on his rookies that he selected and looking at Newman and looking at Khan. They are scary on their own, but together could be even more powerful. The grail isn't quite within King Arthur's sights yet, but it's getting closer. As for final exam, they had high hopes going into this tournament of possibly running the table. That's not going to happen now after this loss. Where do they go from here? We're going to find out. That's why we have Jen Sturger. She's the best in the business to ask these tough questions. She's going to have an interview with them as well as their manager, Winston Marshall. Jen, back to you. <sighs> This is a really, really heartbreaking loss, guys. Uh, I, I'm sure not just for you both, but for all of your fans out there, just because you are one of those teams we expect to see in the finals. We, I honestly expected to see you holding a belt by the end of the season because that's the caliber of play you two gentlemen bring to the table. It just didn't work your way today. Uh, Winston, do you guys have any words? I mean, you said it's a tough loss. We've been having a, a lot of those lately, haven't we? Um, and it's never fun. Uh, no. You know, we, we, we did what we could, um, came up short. It's obviously frustrating when you feel like there are points there for the taking that you didn't get. Um, Where do you think you came up short specifically today, besides the five-pointer? 
I mean, we won multiple choice three times. Um, that would have at least sent us a sudden death in round two if we would have just got those questions. Um, or if, you know, we just got, got, would have got one or two more points in round one, then maybe if I get that perfect round, we get, you know, the bonus there. Um, there's a lot of areas, I think, and that's what's frustrating is it's not just one mistake. Obviously, it would have, you know, the five pointer would have made the, all that a moot point. Um, but, you know, it just sucks. There's like five Denzel movies I haven't seen, and <laughs> that's one of them. Um, and it, I'm it mostly definitely just hurts. frustrated that. I have to wait now to go meet those guys in Jimmy in Koreatown because we got to finish this. So that 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 is frustrating. I'd like to get over there. It's I, I mean the first thing I want to get off my chest, like I love me some Griffy News. He's pretty funny. The sheer amount of disrespect to fully quote <laughs> draft day. I know I can't swear, but I had to get it off my chest. Just knowing that that was the movie that cost us the title shot. It's fine. It's fine. You're funny in your movie, sir. Mother. Okay. The part. Um, the part that sucks is that I'm also one of the stars of Draft Day. Like, how did I forget? <laughs> Weird that day. I forgot what team my own film was about. Like, I don't. It's know. just yeah. I, I, I third building. <laughs> I think the rough part more than anything is I know how bad these guys want it. I know. How hard they study i know that this was the dream that you know we set forth uh at the start of 2020 um and these guys have hit some insane highs and we just never truly got over the hump um, i just don't understand so, why or where it happens do you know what uh, i mean because it just seems to me like it's just a series of unfortunate events it's not like yeah, anyone's like, well, really under delivery yeah, right I mean, and I that's the that's the people have bad people have bad days there are some matches where we had bad days uh sometimes it is a thousand percent the luck of the draw because you look at some of those matches where again we set the points record against odd couple and then they turn around and set the points record right back like it's it's it is just a matter it, of it always just comes down to the questions i mean i think a lot of this we, we sort of all pretend that there's all of this you know strategy and there is and there's you know studying and prep and all this stuff and on on a certain level on any given day they get a question that they know and we get a question that we're not sure about i mean it just it really comes down like this whole match came down to this one question and uh yeah they knew girl six right away mid 90s spike lee big movie we got a movie that did not, you know, really come out in wide release in the U.S. and it just got it, by. It was, so, it was so I don't, I don't think you want to look too deeply into it because it's just really that one question flips the match. In fact, of the matter, you know, you can say this is like me saying this after the fact, but when the teams were announced, um, I was like, oh, interesting. Um, the two best teams in the team tournament are playing each other, um, and that was this match. So, um, <laughs> that was a, you know, not the best draw. I think in in my mind, um, I feel like this team is going to go pretty deep in the tournament. Um, I figured whoever won this would, would go pretty far. And this was obviously a tough matchup. They're a great team, you know, kind of an unpredictable one um, for most people. Um, but it, yeah, you know, it just, it's never fun to come out on the losing end. Um, but ton of respect to those those two guys. They came out and played a hell of a game. Yeah, I mean, they and, played uh, amazing. Like, 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 you know, our opponents have gotten an opponent's choice like two times in a row, but lost both matches. That's, you know, when that happens, it's kind of on you. Yeah. So, but, I, I, go ahead, Jen, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, it's, it's, all that being said, Odds are, based off how everything is playing out for the following season and stuff like this, is probably the last time that we see final exam together, at least in Wait, this what? era. Yeah, this tournament, that was it, buddy. So, oh, wow. Uh, so, so am, I, that, am I, like, free to go? Like, is that... You, yeah, if you want to leave now, you can, you can leave. Really? You can, well, oh. you still have to... You, you still have to... You still have, we got we to do some other stuff first. Oh. We got to do some right. other stuff well, first. Uh, I'm going to go meet Jimmy, and then we'll, we'll figure it out. 
Uh, okay, all right, you meet Jimmy. But uh, e either way, um, I just want to say, at least for the two of you as a pair, man, it has been an absolute honor. We've had some incredible times doing this thing. Um, and I sincerely hope that whatever the future holds for the both of you as players, man, um, that nothing but like goodness and success comes to y'all. And I hope that I continue to get to work with you, but obviously we know things are changing. So nothing but love for both of you. Final exam will forever be in people's hearts. And it is what it is, baby. Am I getting kicked out of the Schmodown? You can tell me. <laughs> Just give it to Lon, me. you owe a lot in Schmodown back taxes. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. <laughs> Thank you, Lon, for some levity, because I'm not going to lie. Um, this one hurts. This one hurts a lot. So um, tough loss today, gentlemen. Um, but I just have to say, I respect all of you immensely. And regardless of where you guys end up or what you end up doing next season, um, I know I'm looking at future champions. So... Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. Heart you guys. Okay. We'll be around. We'll be around. I'm back. See you guys soon. Jillian, there you have it. And the question is now on the table. Is that the last time that we see final exam compete as we know them constructed today? Primetime and delinquent. If it was, your memories, your takeaway from everything, all the joy, all the knowledge they've displayed that they provided to us here at the Schmodown over the years. You know, Final Exam is definitely one of those teams that I feel that everyone thought definitely could have won this entire tournament. They could have been belt holders, and both Paul and Lon are such extraordinary players. And it's it's heartbreak it's heartbreaking to see that this ends the season of Final Exam. You know, I'm I'm gonna be honest, Mark. I thought they had that five point question. They were so confident in it, and then just seeing that it it didn't go their way today is a little heartbreaking. And just to think that this could be the end of final exam is is sad to think about. Yeah, and, and we don't want to put the cart before the horse, but but I think it was it was nice of their manager, Winston Marshall, to say, hey, look, just in case we all know things are changing, we don't, including myself and you, we're not privy to everything that might go on. I don't think anybody can foretell the future of the Schmodown going into season nine, but just in case, it was nice for him in a public forum to say, hey, it was a pleasure to serve alongside you, and I think it was a pleasure for both of us and everybody that got a chance to call their matches or all the fans to watch their matches to say, man, what a great team they were. Did they live up to all the promise that they could have had with their individual talents? That's not really the point anymore. The point is we loved having them compete in the Schmodown and they were one of the best teams to do it. One of the most feared teams in this tournament who is now out thanks to King Arthur, the new team on the block and they will be advancing to face the winner of chaos theory and deception and so as we wrap up here we say thanks to jen Sturger for two wonderful interviews with two great teams and two fantastic managers and the word fantastic is going to be used one more time because that's how i would describe the performance of my partner in crime today julie marie your first time on the desk how much fun was it this was such a treat oh my goodness this was this was an absolute blast thank you so much for inviting me i loved every second of it See, it's a piece of cake. I don't know why they pay me all those gold bars. It's not like I earn them, but hey, we're here. We did it. We asked the questions. We usher you along, and sometimes you get a great match like what we just witnessed. Well, that is just the beginning of the team's tournament here. So many incredible teams, so many great matches to look forward to. Hopefully some with uh, this young lady right here alongside myself. For everybody here at the Movie Trivia Schmodown, our hardworking writing team, the incredible crew behind the scenes at Skybound, all of the competitors and managers you saw today, Jilly Marie, I and merely Mark Ellis saying thank you and good night.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.